Welcome to Creating Beyond, conversations for the seekers of the world. I'm your host, Ashley Rose, here to empower you to create a life you're actually excited to get out of bed for, a life full of ease, joy, magic, and infinite possibilities. I'm an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Empowerment Coach, Dog Lover, and Nature Enthusiast, with big dreams to change the world. Join me as I dive deep into the tools you can use to create the life you've always dreamed of, delivered to you each Tuesday. Welcome back to Creating Beyond podcast with your host, Ashley Rose. This is episode three, How Did We All Get So Lucky? And I have a wonderful guest with me today, all the way over from Canada. So welcome, Alan. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for your you and your new creation, your new podcast. Thank you. And you've recently released one too. I mean, was it about six months ago that? Yeah. Yes. I started my podcast six months ago. So I'm a little bit ahead of you and I've just been, it's actually my favorite uh, thing I have going on right now. So uh, I have to say they're quite a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waking up every morning going, what else can I talk about on my podcast? Like what other guests can totally. I have on? So it's, it's so cool. We were just talking about before uh, we started recording this podcast about that C word, which is commitment. <laughs> so we've both just uh, taken a class with Simone Molasses and Shannon O'Hara, which are other fellow Access Consciousness Certified Facilitators, and it was all about commitment. And so that's been up in my world quite a bit lately, as well as Alan's, I know. So we thought we'd have a conversation about that. So Alan, do you want to talk to me about what commitment is to you and like what's changed for you since those telecalls? What has changed for me? One thing that that Shannon pointed out, I I had a question on telecall and um, I work uh, I have my own business doing doing this and, and business coaching, and I also work as a paramedic. And so one thing that Shannon pointed out was that I created, I had separated both of those parts of my life, um, and I I wasn't looking at them as both of my creations. I was looking at my, my business and, and access and business coaching as my business, and then like the other thing as just like a job. So that wasn't like the exciting part of my life. So I'd created a lot of distance between that and separation instead of acknowledging that both of those are actually creations in my world. And if I didn't separate them, then I could, then they could both contribute to each other because my paramedic job actually gives me a lot of ease in my life to create whatever else I want and to, you know, have time with my son. And I have, I work on basically a two week on two week off schedule. So like my two weeks off, I have a lot of freedom. And so by creating that separation between those, I really wasn't having like being grateful or or thankful for either of them. And so it just created this conflict in my world and I wasn't really aware of it, but Shannon pointed that out. And so what's really important with commitment is you have to figure out what you are currently committed to. And, and it doesn't, there's no right and there's no wrong and there's no good and there's no bad, but you have to figure out what you're like, how you're currently living your life and what that, what that shows you are committed to currently. And if that doesn't really work for you, then you can choose to commit to something different or to, you know, 
choose something else. And that for me was really eye-opening because what that showed is basically I was, I was creating conflict. I was creating like a problem that I had in my life with my paramedic job because I didn't think of it as like a true creation and contribution to my life. So, so it like, there wasn't that ease and that fun and joy of everything sort of contributing and having fun with each other. And so when I realized that, or when Shannon pointed it out, I said, Oh, okay, great. So I'm committed to conflict. And it didn't like it living my life. I would not have said, yes, I'm committed to conflict. Like my life is not that hard, but explaining it to Shannon at the telecall, it was like, Oh yeah, that does sound kind of silly. I'm making a, I'm making a problem for myself. (laughs) And, and so, and so, okay. So what would I like to commit to instead if that doesn't work for me very well? And so what I would like, what I chose to commit to that was in late June was I chose to commit to ease, like above all else in all aspects of my life, which means in my paramedic job, in my access business, in my business coaching, in my, you know, parenting, in all of it. And that might sound obvious. So like, yeah, of course, like, yeah, we we all want ease in our life. Like that sounds really easy, but the follow through is, is where the commitment comes in because you can say that, that all you want. And then what comes next is how committed you are to that choice. What actually shows up in our life demonstrates what we're committed to. And a lot of us assume commitment is committing to a relationship or committing to something outside of you, except there's all these things that we're actually committed to that we're not actually willing to acknowledge. So how many of you are committed to problems or lack or scarcity or conflict, like Alan said. So I want to put a question in your world. What are you committed to that you're not willing to acknowledge that if you acknowledged it would actually change everything? And maybe even after you listen to this episode, write down 10 things that you're actually committed to that you haven't actually been acknowledging. And that may be lack and it also may be ease. So if you're someone that does experience a lot of ease or a lot of joy in your life, then that is actually what you're committed to and what you acknowledge grows. So if you begin to actually acknowledge how much ease you're committed to or how much joy you're committed to or how much that is actually showing up in your life, that'll just exponentialize. So I really loved what you said, Alan. Thank you so much because a lot of people don't realize like the flip side of the coin of commitment and don't realize that everyone's actually committed to something, but that commitment may actually not be creating anything greater in your life yeah it might not be it might not help you to actualize the life that you truly desire you know it's like for me i was i was unknowingly committed to conflict while trying to grow a business while well well like relying to a point from of the medic job for um for financial freedom and so like I was using both, but not grateful for anything. And was like trying to juggle it. And it was like that, it was that conflict and it wasn't creating the life that I knew was possible. And it's like, Oh, what, what is this hump I need to get over? And I have to say since then, and with these, like that example, I just said, it's just one of many things that, that I have, I have noticed and chosen and things have become more ease in all areas of my life, not just that small example, but with, with my son and with, 
home life and with like, like everything. And it's really cool how it all, it's all connected, you know? And yeah, it's, it's that it also goes with committing to yourself. Like with all of this, like I'm committed. I was mentioning like my commitment to ease, but that is a commitment to you and commitment to living. So what Ashley's like her question, what do you, what have you not acknowledged that might change everything? And it just gives you, when you acknowledge what you are currently committed to and you don't judge yourself for it, it just allows you the space to check it out and, and to see if it's working for you. Yeah. And it's like so many people that I'm aware of won't even truly allow themselves to have the awareness of what they're committed to, because if they do that and it's not what they've decided they're committed to, it's like, how many of you judge yourself or make yourself wrong for where you're at in your life? But what if there actually was no right and wrong? And what if you didn't have to judge yourself for what you've chosen or what you haven't chosen and what's actually showing up for you? Because judgment destroys, period. So anytime you're going into the judgment of you for anything, you actually won't be able to create beyond that judgment. So what if today you just went, you know what? I'm going to start looking at all these places and things that I am committed to that may not be working for me without actually judging me. I'm just going to get the awareness. And then that's when you can actually make a choice to choose something different. And also you don't have to. So I know uh, what Alan was saying at the start of the podcast, that how many of you don't even know what you actually value or what you'd like to commit to? So, so often commitment is actually the first thing that falls away when we actually have no awareness of what we even value or what we'd like to commit to. And so many of us are, you know, walking around the world, not actually even sure what you'd like to create in the world or not actually even sure what you value. And I know for me, before I got into and started using the tools of access consciousness, I had no idea what I valued because I wasn't even sure who I was. I felt so different. I felt so wrong. I constantly judged myself. So there was always this conflict in my world as well. And I never actually truly committed to something. And that something being me, because I thought that commitment was committing to something and someone outside of you first and foremost, but it actually starts with you. Like committing to a relationship, for instance, is a big one, but yeah. you actually can't commit to a relationship or to like another person or another, another like thing. If you don't have that commitment to you. And like you were mentioning, if you don't know what you're committed to, you don't have that sense of where you're headed. You just sort of kind of bumble around. And then often when you're kind of bumbling around, you look for another person to commit to or you know, have a relationship with to help you to help guide you per se. And, and that's not wrong, but you, you, you actually, you need that commitment to you first and commitment to you is with everything we've saying, what we've been saying. So commitment to ease, I mean, start with seeing what you are committed to. And then if it is working for you, that's great. Like Ashley said, you acknowledge it and you allow it to grow. And if it's not quite bringing you the space that you'd like or the business you'd like or life you'd like, think of something like ease or, you know, commit to happiness or joy, like commit, like commit to something like that. That's like really attainable. Don't commit to something like 
like money. Like it's not like I'm committing to my business to make X amount of money per year. Like that's not, that's not what we're going for here because you need to commit to you and in your committing to you, that's what actually creates the business and the life and the money alongside it. Yeah, absolutely. And you actually don't want to commit to money. You want to commit to financial ease because then the money can show up with total ease, no matter what you do or no matter what you don't do. So that whole thing about committing to you is opens the doors to accessing everything you desire and more with ease. And I remember um, Shannon speaking about it and she was saying that there's, there's no complexity to committing to you, but you have to willing, be willing to be vulnerable because you can actually never look back or look outside of you for validation or someone else to blame again when you actually commit to you. So it's like how often are we not willing to commit to us because we have to be vulnerable with ourselves and never actually look outside of us for validation again. And that's something that so many of us do. It's like we're not willing to acknowledge the brilliance and the greatness of us. We'll always look outside of us for validation to know that we are quote unquote good enough or to know that we are brilliant or great at, at what we're choosing and what we're not choosing. So that definitely was a big thing um, for me, which I'm still like constantly having to choose because I was definitely someone that constantly looked outside of me for validation, particularly starting this business. I don't have any reference points with to kind of go to as in none of my family have started a business like this and none of my friends had started something like this before I'd started it. So there was very much this place of I kept looking outside of me for validation that I'm a good facilitator and that, you know, people like my classes and and people will choose my classes. And that's actually something that I've been working on and choosing to change a lot lately because I noticed myself constantly going to (laughs) validate everyone else's reality and everyone else's world instead of actually knowing what's true for me. This, this conversation, we should have maybe prefaced this at the beginning. This conversation takes a level of vulnerability that, that few people are really willing to have with themselves because this is really looking at you. So if, if this is sounding like a lot or you are a bit worried about a bit worried about what you are committed to and like actually coming to terms with it, like just take it one step at a time and look at maybe one thing per day or look at maybe one aspect of your life, you know, and just start because commitment is committing to you and committing to ease and everything we've been talking about is, is, it does take a level of vulnerability and it takes a level of commitment that like not that many people have. So just say, yeah. just wanted to say that it's very, it's, it's so freeing when you have that with you and you don't look for it from anybody else or anything else, but it also doesn't happen overnight. It's like a muscle, right. That we haven't really ever used because it's so common to look outside ourselves for everything. And, and, how many people do you see that are actually not committed to their life or their relationship or anything? 
and they don't really care. So even listening to this is different. And so acknowledge that, that you're actually willing to look at this and just give yourself some space. Yeah, totally. Thank you for that disclaimer. Maybe we should, <laughs> yeah. maybe we should have put that at the start, but it's like, none of this is wrong. This is just totally to give you not. guys an awareness of where you're functioning from and what actually is available to you to choose. And yeah. if any of you guys are listening and you're like, I'm not even sure what I'm committed to, or I'm not even sure what I value. So therefore, how can I commit? Like Alan said, what if you just started to commit to ease and joy in every single second of every moment of your life? Because that will start changing things more than you ever thought possible. So for me, I'm so willing to commit to ease and joy in every area of my life that when something comes up for me, a situation, or I'm at a choice point, I go, okay, what's going to create the most ease here? Not what's the right choice or what's the wrong choice or how do I please everybody else? It's like, what's going to create the most ease for me? Because ease for me is truly the, my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm like the, the heaviness and the hardship. It's not fun for me. And I guess that makes me a little bit different because I've always growing up gone to ease rather than the trauma and drama, because that's actually never been fun for me. But that's also not normal. And I'm starting to acknowledge that now. So what if you just started with ease and joy? Like, what if that's what you started to commit to and not made yourself right or wrong for anything else that was actually showing up in your life? Yeah. And yes, I, the ease, that was really what rang true for me because there's no, it's, it's broad. Like I said, it affects, like, if you just ask for ease, you can just use that for every aspect of your life. And, and one other thing that just came up recently for me is um, like, we're recording this during the whole coronavirus COVID thing. And then here in Canada and, and where I am, they just voted to have starting uh, in August to have uh, masks that are mandatory in, in indoor spaces and so there's that, and then there's um, the reopening of various things, you know, and how to do that safely in schools in September and blah, 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 blah. And I was getting kind of like worked up with all of that because I don't always agree with all of that, and that's fine. But then I, I, I stopped myself, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, trauma drama or ease? Like, you always have a choice, right? It's like every... 10 seconds, you have a choice to choose trauma, trauma, or ease. And I, I knew that even before we had the telecall, but I never really used that the same way. And so now with this commitment, like it sort of like kicked my ass in gear. You know, it was like, now's the time for me to choose this if I really am committed to it or what the heck am I really doing? And so with that thing, yeah, last night I got I got upset with the coronavirus stuff. And I was like, okay, this is not ease and joy and glory in my life. This is not ease. So I called a friend and I like, I got some help through it because I was upset about stuff and it turned out that it was just nothing. And so now I feel so much freer and ease. And so it's not about being ease a hundred percent of the time. It's also about choosing that and being committed to it enough to take the actions necessary to get you back to ease, which I had to do. And I recognized as soon as I could. And for me, that was in an hour and 
for you, it might be a day right now, or it might be 30 seconds for some other people. And it doesn't matter. It's about what you do after that. And I committed to ease. So I called my friend and I said, listen, can you help me with this? And then now I have a total, she opened, she actually opened me up to a completely different way of looking at everything, but it's about that commitment and what you, what you choose every 10 seconds to get to choose ease. Or when you notice you're not what you do to choose back to ease from whatever you're in, whatever space you're in. And that, that telecall in June really, really inspired me with Shannon and Simone. And, and I didn't really realize that we are all committed to something right now. And so I'm not sure exactly your question, but it was something like, what do you, what, what are you committed to that you have not been willing to acknowledge that if you did acknowledge it would change everything. So for me, that was that conflict, like I described earlier. And that change that literally did change everything for me. Cause since that telecall, my life has been different. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And as Gary Douglas, the founder of access consciousness says awareness and choice are the two things that will change anything in your life. First, you have to have the awareness of what you're choosing, though. So that's where the acknowledgement of what you are currently committed to comes in because you've got to actually become aware of what you are committed to to then make a different choice and to change it. So in any way you're aligning, agreeing, or resisting, reacting to anything, you're actually not committed to creating ease. Ease is just that everything is just an interesting point of view, no matter what shows up, no matter what happens around you. But it's like we can't change the situations around us or, you know, the people around us, but we can choose to change our perspective on it and what's actually going on internally for us. So that's the most empowering thing about all of this. It's like you can change you. You may not be able to change anyone else because that's their choice, but you can actually change you right now and change where you're functioning from. So, and the other thing I wanted to say about that is like, how many of you guys have decided that not committing or, you know, having your back door open is the pretense that you don't have choice. So a lot of people also aren't willing to commit to them or business or a relationship because they've decided that they will lose their choice and they will lose their freedom. But is that actually true? Does that make you feel lighter? Or is it the commitment to you that actually opens up the doors to having total choice and total freedom? Because who said that committing to you means that, you know, you don't have choice? (laughs) I'm not even sure where that come from, but it's very funny that that's where I was functioning from as well. So um, committing to you is really just gives you that space of presence that can give you access to everything you're asking for and more. I think that the, the assumption in society where that came from is like for relationships, you, when you're, when you're in a relationship, you lose your ability to choose because you're like locked into that relationship with that person. And it's totally been misconstrued because like you said, it's actually the opposite. Like when you commit to something, when you commit to you or, or a relationship or whatever, you, it, you actually create that as greater and you have more choice and you commit to that, whether that is for 10 seconds or 10 years, you always have a choice to keep committing to that 
or to commit to something different. And the other thing I should say is if in this society, sometimes when a lot of people say they're, they're taking time for themselves or they're committing to themselves, it often involves like shutting everything and everybody else out. It's like this, like either, or it's like either I'm committed to like you as a society in relation to other people, or I'm committed to just like me. And I'm taking this time to find myself and I don't want to talk to you and whatever. And so it was like, not everything. Yeah, that doesn't exist. That's just made up in this society. And actually when you commit to you, dare I say, you could, you commit, you could commit to receiving as well from everybody and everything. And it's really does not involve putting walls and barriers up of any kind. And you can allow the contribution and allow the people and everything in earth to, to contribute to you, just commit to your life and living. And when you do that, you actually expand your life and you expand, expand the, the world. And so it's really the opposite of what society has, has kind of like showed us over the years. So you got to be willing to shift that, shift that paradigm and be, be a bit of a trailblazer to commit to you and commit to this weird thing called ease that nobody seems to value. It's highly under undervalued, but, (laughs) but when you do, it's like your life can be so easy. And I got to say, like, I was, I'll just finish with saying this. Like I was just at my paramedic job for two weeks. I was so committed to ease. Like we were really busy uh, with uh, Corona isolation things uh, for like the last week. And I was so happy. I would come into work early and like, I was just laughing and whatever needed to be done, I was helping out and I would go talk, like I would go interact with patients if I needed to. And I was just joking with my coworkers that I'm immune to coronavirus anyway. So I didn't need to take any, per- I, I did. Um, but, you know, just like making jokes and stuff. And it totally blew their paradigm. Like the nurses like didn't know how to react to it. And I was just like, it was so fun for me to just, just like be, be the joy and be ease. And it was just, I was doing everything that was required for me as a paramedic in that job, but I didn't let go of the other things I had committed to. And it actually starts that, that attitude and that change started with what I, what I, what I said at the beginning is like not creating that separation between my medic job and my business. So like it all sort of came together and it has created like this wonderful joy of living and ease, basically, which I'm quite happy about. And I think I will continue to choose it in the next 10 seconds because it's been pretty fun. (laughs) How does it get any better than that? I know. I know. How does it? (laughs) So guys, thank you so much for being here again and listening to this episode. And thank you, Alan, for being on. I'm so grateful for you and for being able to have this conversation with you. And thank you. Guys, maybe if you just take home, like, what are you committed to that you're not willing to acknowledge? And what other choices do you actually have available to you? Because what if commitment isn't this massive, scary thing that's outside of you and that as soon as you start committing to you, things can show up far greater than you ever imagined possible. And I know just quickly with my business, I wasn't willing to commit to that fully initially at the start because I was like, what if I fail? What will everyone think of me? I'd prefer just to, you know, dabble in it. Because then if I don't create something greater with it or quote unquote, make a lot of money with it, then I won't be seen as a failure. And in saying that, when I made that choice to fully commit to my business, 
oh my God, it is just the last few months since Corona virus has been around, it's just exploded with more ease than I ever imagined possible. And I have to say, actually, that that I have noticed that change and it's fucking beautiful. So thank you for committing to that <laughs> on behalf of the future of this planet, because it really is cool to see. Thank you. And it's, it's not even actually really about committing to my business. It's actually so much more than that. It's committing to creating more consciousness on the planet and yeah. spreading the tools of access consciousness and knowing that everyone can actually choose and have the ease and joy and magic and possibilities that are available to me now and have always been available to all of us. So thanks guys. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my show. If you love this episode, I would be so grateful if you left a review so anyone else looking for these tools could find it. Otherwise, you could share it with somebody you know it would contribute to. Don't forget to subscribe to my show to be the first to find out about my upcoming episodes. And lastly, you can find more about me or how you can work with me at ashley-rose.com or find more about the wonderful tools of Access Consciousness at accessconsciousness.com. Until next time, beautiful people, I hope you have a wonderful